Hola, borrachos y borrachas. Welcome to Borrachex Radio. This is Carla from Lipstick and Barca. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you are new, thank you for finding us. Um, I do want to say, please subscribe to us, whether on iTunes and SoundCloud or Spotify, and leave us a review. That always helps me out with finding topics that you all really enjoy. Okay, so this week's episode is going to be a solo episode. This is probably the 12th time I've tried recording this. Just because I've been, I don't know what it's, what's up with me right now. I'm kind of in this, like, not even a funk. It's just literally right now, like these past 30 minutes, I've got so nervous of recording this podcast. I don't know if, maybe it's because I was talking to a friend right before she left my house, maybe an hour ago. And I got, um, she asked me a question. It kind of just stuck with me. And um, it got me in my head, like my headspace just kind of changed in a good way because I believe the topic is a really like the question was a really good question, but it just got me thinking. But before we get into that, um, let's go ahead and answer some questions that I got on my Instagram from you all. And I'm going to go ahead and answer them right now. The first question was, how do I feel or what is my stance on nude or in sending nude photos? So, um, Basically, nudes are something that is always happening around us, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, I personally, um, I'm all for it, whether you send them. I don't personally, I I don't really like receiving them just because um, I don't like receiving them because all nude photos from guys are going to be dick pics and I just don't appreciate them. It's not that... um, I don't like a good dick pic. It's just, I don't find like, I don't know what the purpose of them is. Um, so that's why I don't really like receiving nude photos. Don't see a purpose. I love sending them though. Like I really do enjoy them when I have a partner that I can fully trust. I really do enjoy them because it's kind of like a little tease for them. Like if they're at work, I can go ahead and send something Usually I don't send on a full on nude. Like you won't be able to see a whole nipple or you won't. I will never send my badge. I think it's just like a weird thing. But um, they're always like little teaser photos. I don't really show too much. And I really do enjoy sending those to my partner because it's kind of like when they're at work. um, It's like I'm waiting for you or it's like, oh, I can't wait to have you like kind of thing. So as far as sending nudes, I really do enjoy them. It also depends on like how comfortable you are with your body. It helped me kind of get confidence when I was, uh, when I first started doing it because I was very um, self-conscious. I didn't really like my body and my curves. And when I started sending them to my partner, um, he would always be like, Oh, you're so beautiful. And also, so I just kind of, that confidence kind of just kicked in every single compliment that he would give me. And now I'm just like, you're cute AF like to myself. I don't even need someone else to do it for me. So that helped me. Um, I don't say that's for everybody, but that's what happened with me. So that's why I enjoy sending nudes. Um, So, yeah, let's see. What is another question? Another question that I received is, guys, I was listening to Bad Bunny before I got copped on because I was like freaking out. And I was like, I need to get in this like, like, like chingona space, you know? So I was like, I had to listen to him. So one of the questions was looking at about your looking back at your worst relationship, would you want to do a do-over on your own terms? Okay. So I've talked about my worst relationship. I honestly feel like there are two worst relationships that I've had because, um, 
one of them was emotionally abusive i had to do it was very like a toxic relationship it wasn't even like it's i feel like i i constantly say emotionally abusive but it was just a toxic relationship just we were always fighting we were always at each other's throats and um that was one of the relationships and that were like top top ones that are like horrible the other one that i think was like horrible is um I dated him right after my toxic relationship. And the reason I think this relationship was really bad was because it made me grow. Um, it made me grow and, and see like what people are capable of, because at the end of our relationship, I took a step back and I realized this person was only using me for money and for um, like for my car, taking him back and forth to his apartment, to his job, to to parties And so I really started seeing him as like this person that only used me for things that he needed or like wanted. And it really affected my self-esteem because I just didn't understand how someone that I really cared about was doing that to me. So these two relationships really affected me. Um, The first one, it was such a toxic relationship. I had been in it for four years. Um, He made me feel bad about myself. He made me question, doubt myself. Um, he didn't let me do a lot of things. I know it sounds so dumb. Like how does someone control you? But yes, people are, you're, you, anyone can be a victim of being controlled by someone else or being manipulated by someone else, whether they want to or not, or whether they believe so or not. And so that relationship, that toxic relationship that I'm telling you about, um, that was such a bad time in my life, but Looking at it right now, this, I think it's been four years since I got out of that relationship. I don't, I don't think I would change it. I don't think I would change the things that were done to me or that I went through. Because of that, I am where I am today. It is because of that, I am where I am and I am who I am. And I honestly love myself and I love the stage I'm in right now currently in my life sometimes it's hard sometimes I do get sad sometimes I fall in this like little deep spiral of depression but all in all I really do think that those things that happened to me were for a reason I think those toxic um relationships made me grow as a person so I don't Like I would want to do it. I wouldn't want to do over on my terms. I wouldn't want to do that whole thing again um, at all. But I'm glad I did go through it. I'm glad I kind of persevered and got through this whole ugly relationship because it made me who I am. So I guess I wouldn't want to do a do over is basically my answer to your question. Yeah. So the other the other questions are more related to Wasted Wednesday. If you guys don't know what Wasted Wednesday is, Wasted Wednesday is a live stream show that I do every single week on Wednesday. I create cocktails. I show you how to make these cocktails. I drink them and tell you if they're tasty or not. And I basically get drunk and share all my deepest, darkest secrets on live um, live stream. So check it out. Um, I'm not even going to mention the questions just because they're... Um, They're Wasted Wednesday related, and I'm sure they're going to be asked on next week's live video. So 
there's that. Something I did want to talk about, um, like I mentioned, there's times that I do get into like this deep depression thing. Um, I recently, I, I always kind of like push myself and like pose as this very confident single woman, right? That's like my brand. And don't get me wrong. I love being single. I really do enjoy my, what is it? Like my solitude. Like I love being alone. I, I do enjoy it. But as of you all, like, as you all know, I've been single for four years at this point. And sometimes it's really hard to go on and re- like see around you that everybody's in a relationship. Everyone has their family. I have friends that are single moms and even they have struggle with this. But I sometimes feel like there is nothing for me. Like, I love, like, I always talk about my dog. Everybody knows I have a dog. I love him to death. But I know it'll never compare to what kind of love I would have for a child. And that really breaks me down. Like, it hurts my heart so much sometimes because I'm already 24. And when I was younger, I was like, oh, when I'm 24, um, or when I'm 25, I want to be married and have kids. Um, now I think that, that like, now I think that like, okay, I'm, maybe I'm still too young to even do that, but I wish I was on that road. You know, sometimes I do wish I was on the road of getting, dating someone and possibly thinking about marriage or thinking about children and thinking about a future. And right now I feel like a lot of my future dreams don't revolve around a family and they're more so around my business or my blog or my career. And although that is amazing and that is beautiful, like that has always been my life. And sometimes it just, it sucks. And I get in this really, I get in this rut and I get really depressed. And for a long time, I would cry every single week or every other day. And sometimes I would call my best friend. I would call Alicia or I would call my sisters and just cry and tell them like, I didn't understand why why no one loved me or how come I was the only one that was alone. And like, if people say I'm such a great person or I have such a good personality or I'm so funny or I'm so sweet, like how come I was the only one that was alone? And it would really just kill me inside. And when I got Rocky, when I got Rocky, I feel like things shifted a little bit. Because the last time I remember being depressed was um, right before Rocky, right before I got him. Um, I was I was actually talking to my little Spanish lover and we were trying to finalize like our little breakup. And I remember asking him like why he didn't want to be with me. Like, what was it about me? And he went and told me, like, it's not you. I just, I'm not in, I'm not in a mood. Like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, not the type of relationship you want. And um, I remember, I can't, like, now thinking about it, like, as I'm talking about this, I'm realizing that I want, I wanted, or I want to be so, I want to be loved so badly that I was willing to settle for that. Like, I was willing to settle for him not being ready to fully give me the relationship that I want, but just to have him there and know that someone loves me in that way. I remember telling him like, I don't care if you want to be with other people. Like, I just want you to be with me. Like, and now that I'm looking at it, like that was such a, 
that was such an ugly time for me because for me to have even dropped my self-worth for someone who couldn't give me and he I don't I don't think I can ever hate him because he respected me so much to tell me I'm not going to waste your time you deserve a a relationship you want to be with someone who wants to give you a like a future and at this point I can't give it to you so I'm not going to waste your time and um but I wanted to be with him so bad maybe I didn't even want to be with him but maybe I wanted to be with someone so badly that I was willing to basically just scratch off everything that I built for myself like as far as my self-esteem to be with someone so I was going through that then right before I got Rocky and my little Spanish lover went ahead and gave me Rocky and I like I ever since I I I got him it just changed so much I just felt like I had something worth looking forward to like once I got home before I remember I would get home and it was so quiet and I would blast the stereo listening to podcasts or listening to music and just keep myself busy sometimes I would just um get home and watch uh shows and like kind of cry whenever someone was in a relationship or they broke up because I just I was sad for me and now and now I can watch shows and everything but that's not all I have to do because I was depressed then and now I feel like I come home and I have my child I have my Rocky my Rocky bear and I get home and he's he makes me laugh and all that stuff and so I kind of got out of that rut where I didn't feel depressed and I didn't feel like nobody loved me because I honestly could see that this dog like adored me like I would wake up and he would just lick my little face like my face my little face my face ain't little (laughs) anyways so I got out of that rut and then recently I don't know if it's been stress or if it's been because I've been trying so hard to juggle my my work as well as my blog and my podcast and wasted Wednesdays that um I kind of fell in that depression all over again. And it was a, it was like a mixture of things. It was a mixture of why couldn't I, why was I alone? And also of like, why aren't I successful? And um, why aren't I doing the things that I need to be doing to be more successful? So it was just like a ball of things. And basically what <laughs> the reason I create, I wanted to do a rant about this basically is because like, I know people look at me probably, I don't know what you all think of me, but sometimes I feel like, y'all get an idea that I'm very confident and I'm and I don't give a fuck about anything or what people say about me and the majority of the time I don't I honestly don't care what people have to say about me majority of the time I am very confident in who I am and what place in my life that I'm in like I'm very confident in those things but I do want to let you guys know that sometimes we get in these little depressions we do get into these little circles of like sadness and depression and we're happy again but now we're back to being sad and it happens and one of the things that besides being with Rocky that really helps me kind of like get out of that rut is also talking to my friends mainly my friends I sometimes talk to my sisters but um my sisters don't know how to handle it because I'm very emotional with them anyways so they kind of don't um know what to say because they don't know if it's me just being emotional for that day or what but my friends I don't really cry to them unless I feel very 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 emotional or like very depressed 
And so I talk to my friends a lot and they kind of talk me out of it or try to make me feel better. And so I just want to say that if you guys ever feel like that, you guys are more than welcome to hop in my DMs and talk to me and just let me know that. Let me know y'all are okay. So um, that's uh, that's that. (laughs) I know that took like a very depressing uh, turn, but I just wanted to reach out on that. So you guys know... um, my solo episodes are usually 30 to 40 minutes long, not too long, not an hour long as usual. But um, one of the last things that I wanted to talk about was um, a common theme that comes up in a lot of my episodes and sometimes on my Wasted Wednesdays. Let me give me a second. I'm going to just drink some of my wine. So... That common theme is the fact that I've never climaxed. And one of when when Borrachix Radio first started off, when I first started off with my friend, it was called the Happy Hour Podcast. And in one of those episodes, he and I spoke about how I had never climaxed ever with a partner. With a partner, by the way. I had climaxed on my own, um, but never with a partner. So Ever since then, it's been on my mind. Like it really has like when I'm with a partner, when I'm like when I'm um, masturbating, when I write topics on like sex and stuff. It's something in the back of my mind. The fact that like I've never. And so I'm always trying to figure out like what is it about my body that makes me like makes me uh, climax. Like what is it, you know? So ever since then, I've been kind of like on this little mission of like, what do I like? What do I not like? What, what's going on? You know? And so one of the questions that my friend asked me before she left today was, when did you start masturbating? And do you feel that that's probably why you can't climax? And it just, it just kind of got me thinking like, holy crap. Is that like, is, is that what it is? Like, you know, like maybe that's why. So... I don't know if I've ever talked about this. I think I have one on my period episodes. Um, I got my period when I was very young. I got, I was nine years old when I, when I got, when, um, I started my period nine years old. Imagine at nine years old, I'm going through, through puberty at nine years old. All of these hormones are like raging through my body. But, um, but maybe like six to 12 months before I got my period, I was, um, I was already getting these, like these symptoms of like my chest hurts, like, you know, like my breast hurt, my back hurts, I'm getting cramps. So it's more than likely I was already feeling these like sensations of like horniness, I guess. Um, so I just keep thinking, like, I don't know exactly how old I was when I first started um, masturbating, but I was young. I know that. I know I was very young. I don't even think I was, like, 11 yet. I don't know if I was 9 or if I was already 10, but I don't think I was 11. And um, the reason I remember, or, like, how I, like, the first memory I have of, like, sex or whatever I thought it was... um, I thought like, um, I was like in bed. I don't know if I was like in my sister's room. I don't know if she was masturbating or she left it on the TV, like left it on her TV screen. 
like the HBO channel, you know. Um, but in the middle of the night, I woke up and it was like this like super crazy, like not crazy, but it was like this weird porn going on. And it was like it was like cavemen. <laughs> it was cavemen having sex in like a cave. Right. And so that was like HBO had like weird porn back in the day. Like, I don't know what it's like now. I don't watch anything. Pornhub is bay. I'm just kidding. Um, so, so I remember watching, seeing that and I was like, Oh, like I was just like, it just piqued my interest. Like I just didn't know what it was, but I fell asleep. I ended up going back to sleep and that was that. And then that was my first time that I remember encountering something like that, something sexual. And, um, I don't remember the first time I masturbated. I don't remember what it was like, but I do know that I masturbated pretty young. And so she kind of just made me think like, is that why, like, because you've been masturbating for such a long time, like your body's kind of like, oh, well, and that's what I think. Like sometimes, like now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe, maybe, right. So like I said, I've been trying to kind of figure out my body and try to find myself and like, I always say I'm trying to find myself. No, but I'm trying to find who, what my body is into, what I need to get to that with a partner. And so I've, tr I started trying toys. Um, I had this, like, I think it was called like the satisfier, satisfy her or something like that. I, it's on my blog. I'll put the, I'll put the links to them. Um, I'll put the links to the, the toy reviews as well as, um, a link to the happy hour podcast episode where I talked about my, um, my orgasm. I'm going to type this out real quick. Give me a sec. Okay. And so I've tried all of these things and I'm kind of trying to find what I like. So I had the satisfier and that was a lot of like, uh, clitoral stimulation. It, it kind of mimicked, um, uh, what was it? like oral sex so it would kind of like suck on your clit rather than like vibrate on it even though it did vibrate a little bit but the majority of the sensation was coming from the suction right and I was super scared that like because my clit is like tiny and this had like a little circle I thought it was just gonna like eat my <laughs> my thing off and I was like oh god but it was amazing like I really really did enjoy it and then I kind of was like, okay, what else do I like? And I also tried, I also tried oils and, um, I tried a bunch of lube just because I thought that's what I, that's what I wanted to try. Like, I think, um, I was like, maybe that'll help me because, um, I was too scared to insert something. So I was doing a lot of vibrators. So I wanted, I wanted a lot of, um, lubrication. So I even went ahead and grabbed, um, did a bunch of oils and, the oil that I found the most, what's it called? The one that I liked the most was the warming lube, at least for me. I know some people like the cold one, but that just kind of like hides her. Does that make sense? Like it just gets her scared. <laughs> um, like my vagina, I just feel like it clamps up rather than um, like opens up. So because when I'm cold, I'm cold. Like what, what I don't want. I don't want to be exposed. I want to be covered, you know? So, um, cold lube, um, doesn't really work out for me, but I, ex I like stumbled upon these little balls that you would pop and one, the, one of them would get hot. And so that I got it on, I, I accidentally like popped it 
because I was still messing with it because I, I was scared. I was like, do I insert this? Does this? Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So it popped and I really liked the sensation. So I went with it and I tried. I was still working with that little um, that little toy and I enjoyed it. But then I really kind of fell into the idea of like, what if my like click can't um, can't feel the sensation anymore once like you know how there's like this myth that if you expose it to like too much vibration it's going to be harder for you to like climax because you already are like building this tolerance to this vibration so I freaked out and I was like oh my god what if what if I'm not going to be able to like ever climax because of this so I ended up tossing it and I kind of, I kind of went back to old school stuff. I started masturbating, um, by myself with my hands. Um, but I wanted, I think I was like finally at a point where I was like, I'm not scared of like inserting something, you know, then you all know, I went and hit, I went ahead and did the whole dildo. I think I even talked about it. Did I, I don't know if I did. So if I didn't, I went, um, I went and went back into the store grabbed a dildo but not a vibrating one or anything because I was still I was still learning so I was like if I get a vibrating one I'm scared that it's going to be in there and like I was just terrified and it's it scared me because like a lot of the vibrating ones are like big or they like rotate inside and so I'm just like oh my god like that's going to be inside of my body so I was like okay let's not do that one let's just get a regular one and oh my God, it, they're so difficult. Like, okay. Like I don't, I don't think I would ever use like a regular dildo ever again. Like never like, so this one, it was just like silicone. It was this big pink one, like actual pink, like neon pink. It wasn't even like those like flesh color ones. Like it was neon pink. And, um, at first I was like, okay, how do I do this? So I bought lube I bought like a regular one though. It wasn't the warm one. I bought a regular one and I, I lubed myself up. I got real ready and, um, and I just felt like this hard, like foreign object inside my vagina. Like I didn't like, I just felt like my vagina just didn't know what was going on. Like it was like so scared to the point where like, like it felt good, but it it didn't feel good if that makes sense like it felt good but I knew my body knew that like hey I don't want this inside of me you know so after a while I was like I can't do this because even like okay so I feel like like I have researched it and I'm like okay what can I do with this dildo where I don't have to just be like holding it you know so that like you can put it on the floor like stick it on the floor and um like write it basically guys when I tell you I did that it is so hard I'm like, I'm like this big girl with these big thighs and like, I'm trying to sit on this thing and I'm like, I don't even think it reached me because like my, my like legs wouldn't even get to it. Like it was so bad. And I was like, this is such embarrassing good thing. So then you can't even like stick it on a wall and try to, (laughs) because, um, what's the thing? Like, where do you put your feet? Like your feet have to like be non-existent for your butt to like reach the wall. Like, so I was like, I'm out of here. So then I went back to like just doing it with my hands. And I was like, I, my body was just like, I don't like this. Like, you know, I don't like this. So after I had that conversation with Jerry in one of the episodes, we talked about female uh, orgasms and female masturbation. 
it just kind of got me thinking about the toys that I was using and what I really what I wanted about my body because she she talked about how you should know what your body likes and doesn't like and I just kept thinking like you already know your body doesn't want this but yet you're continuing to do so because you don't want to sleep with someone so then I tossed that one again and I tossed these toys out because the more like if I have them people are gonna find them and I just don't want people to find them like I know everybody knows but whatever so then fast forward to November right I think I I told you guys that I was having like a dick cleanse like no boys in my vagina so that um that's what was gonna happen and once that happened I tried to really just like not do anything I would masturbate like whenever I needed to but then there was like a point where I was like I can't do this anymore like I can't do this myself anymore I need someone or something so then got my ass back to the store and I told the girl I was like look I already know what I want like I already know I already have an idea of what I want but you need to tell me what product fits that idea and she's like okay I was like I need something that vibrates I need something inserted but I also need something that works with my clitoris she's like perfect okay sounds good so a lot of people have recommended me the rabbit thing. Oh, what is it? The jack- oh, I don't know what it's called. I think it's, I don't know what it's called. But something like a rabbit. And it's like this bright pink vibrator that has like these like silver beads inside and it rotates. And that is probably like one of the most popular vibrators I've ever seen. But it scared me because it was just thick. And um, and it kind of mimicked that dildo that I'm telling you about. It had the it looked like a penis. But the like where the foreskin is and all that stuff, like, excuse me, that would irritate when it would come in and out. Sorry, it would come in and out of my vagina. So I was like, I don't want something like that. I need something smooth. So I ended up getting this. Um, I think it's called like a hot rabbit. It's kind of like something similar to it. It looks like it looks it has the exact same shape. It's just smooth it's like thin at the bottom and then it just gets like rounded at the top and then it has like these little like fingers or like these bunny ears uh, like a little bunny ear claw for your clit and when I tell you that thing is amazing it is amazing guys like it is truly one of the best things so after that and I tried it and I got my warm lube and I got everything that I liked I got warm lube I got my vibration on where I needed to be. And guys, it was honestly one of the best freaking orgasms that I've ever had by myself. Like I literally like got done and I was like, okay, that's what an orgasm is supposed to feel like. Like that is what I'm supposed to be feeling with my partners, you know? And I was like, now I know what I'm supposed to be getting to. And now I like now I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get there. So a lot of the things a lot of people say is like maybe toys need to be involved and maybe they do. Maybe I need my little jackrabbit up in this like uh, like when I'm with when I'm with a partner to help me out. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm still it's still my journey. Like it's still my journey to my O. And um, I just wanted to update you guys on that whole thing. I remember after that whole after me testing out that um, rabbit. I wanted to call my best friends and being like, hey, I just had the most amazing moment ever. But then I was like, that's a little weird. But I highly recommend toys if you are 
haven't had an orgasm or if you're trying to figure out what you what your body wants or needs I really do recommend find doing that yourself rather than having someone else like find it for you like that's what I that's what I always say like I think it's great for you to explore your body whether you are a male or female um I think that's definitely something that we need to do but I just wanted to give you guys an update on my orgasm because like I said it's a it's an ongoing theme in all of my content my blog my my Facebook live videos and my podcast and that's where I've gone still no partner has been like prince charming but we're getting there guys so with that being said I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes um, Spotify or SoundCloud. Also, please follow Borrachex Radio on Facebook and Instagram so that way you can always get information on whatever is going on Borrachex related. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.